26 minutes past six, we wrap up the day's top business news. Now taking a look at the effect of depression on a workforce as today marks World Mental Health Day. According to a study conducted by the London School of Economics and Political Science, depression costs South Africa more than 5.7% of GDP. That's either due to absence from work or employees attending work while ill. We speak to the chairperson at the Psychiatry Management Group, Sibulelo Siape. Good evening, ma'am. Good evening. Can these losses be avoided? Uh, basically paint a picture of us uh, why this type of issue continues to bleed the workforce. Well, I suppose these forces, these, uh, forces can be avoided or at least minimized. The problem is that um, depression is both unknown or un- and unrecognized, both uh, in individuals and in the workplace. This, therefore, leads to people when they feel when they have depression and they don't know it's depression, mm-hmm. so they don't present for diagnosis and management, they just feel a bit unwell and they continue to go to work. Otherwise, beyond this, other people do know they have depression, they have been diagnosed and maybe are on treatment, mm-hmm. but they continue to go to work even when they don't feel well because for fear of office of things ranging from if they disclose to their employers, to their line managers, they would be laughed at, ostracized, yes. um, treated badly, not promoted, or even fired, which is um, most unfortunate. So they are in the workplace, but are unproductive. That said, are employers generally dealing with the sensitive matter appropriately? Please, excuse me, I didn't hear that. I'm asking if uh, employers are generally dealing with this sensitive matter appropriately because you've alluded to fear mostly around this issue and the fear that I would like us to highlight on is the fear that you may be fired. Yeah, um, I would say that by and large, employers are not dealing with this as best as they could. I think there is a proportion of employers who are completely unaware of what should happen and definitely not aware of the laws governing this type of thing. And then there is another portion of of the employer population who might know but choose not to enact it. Um, And unfortunately for the patients is that this is a very vulnerable group of people. Uh And so they don't have, you know, power to stand up and say, no, you can't do this. The law just prescribes that you must do this. And of course, if they are hiding, it makes it more difficult for them to fight for their rights if they're not even letting it known. Lastly, Doctor, are there laws that uh, protect those who fall under the space of uh, mental illness, depression and the likes to be protected in the workplace and not to be victimized in this manner? Yes, no, there are many, many laws, actually. You know, for starting with the Constitution itself, Mm -hmm. uh, people with disabilities, including mental health, are protected in the Constitution. The labor laws also prescribe how people with disabilities or, and or mental health should be treated. Uh, Employment Equity Act will also um, say, say that people with disabilities should be treated equally, should not be discriminated against. Um, affirmative action also prescribes how people with mental disabilities should be treated. Um, and good practice tells how people should be treated, um, including reasonable accommodation should one be diagnosed with a mental illness but are able to work.
Good practice is the one my mind is stuck on. Thank you so much for your input, Chairperson at the Psychiatry Management Group, Dr. Sibulelo Siape, discussing the effects of depression on a workforce as today marks World Mental Health Day.